Hi, it's attorney Jamie Miller, and I'm excited to welcome you to another edition of the Miller Law Chronicle podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the very important concept of whether or not senior citizens should file for bankruptcy, and it's navigating the bankruptcy options for seniors. I am on the phone all the time talking to seniors and their kids on how to deal with the mounting debt that our seniors seem to be having at this time with inflation and increasing prices and social security being flat. We were seeing seniors get into financial struggles in increasing numbers, and it's becoming more and more of an issue that needs to be addressed. And that's why today we're going to talk about, well, should they file bankruptcy or should they not? And it's not always a clear cut decision and how, what we need to consider when we're looking at those issues. So I would uh, invite you to listen in. It's a short podcast, but very informative. And I want to remind you, if you could, please friend us on Spotify, follow us on Spotify podcasts, subscribe to us on YouTube, subscribe to us on Google podcasts, and also on Google, all the different podcast platforms that you can. Appreciate you listening in, and I think you'll find this one very informative and really to the point. Thank you. Hi, it's attorney Jamie Miller, and I'm excited to welcome you to another edition of the Miller Law Chronicles. Um, Today, we're going to talk about uh, navigating bankruptcy for senior citizens whether or not senior citizens should file bankruptcy or not. Um, In recent months, recent years, um, we here at the firm have been getting a lot of calls from seniors, people on fixed income, that for one reason or another have had mounting debt. It's generally unsecured debt, credit card bills, medical bills, utility bills. And we've been really trying to work with our senior clients to help them make um, the best decision that works for them, for their families. Um, Many times I will get calls from kids of seniors, um, the seniors are struggling, kids that have been helping their parents and just trying to look for a solution that works for our clients. And so, you know, it's really a a case-by-case basis. There's no hard and fast rule. It really depends on the circumstances and the situation as to whether or not an elderly or an older client needs to file for bankruptcy. So when someone comes in and they have questions and they're on a fixed income and they're having significant debt, we ask a couple questions. Number one, do you own real estate? And owning real estate is a really important consideration and almost always drives the decision on whether or whether or not to file for bankruptcy. So if we have a client that owns real estate and they have $30,000 in credit card debt and they're falling behind on that credit card debt, we want to know if they have real estate because if they do have real estate and they fall behind on those unsecured debt, the unsecured creditors are going to sue our clients And then when they sue our clients in the state of Wisconsin and get judgments, meaning that they have an order from the court 
in the form of a judgment that says our client needs to pay that debt. Very importantly, that judgment acts as a lien on real estate. So if that senior owns a home and they allow a debt or a debt goes to judgment, that judgment is going to be a lien on real estate, meaning that whenever that senior, God forbid, passes away or tries to sell the house, that um, judgment is going to have to be paid out of the proceeds from the sale of the home. It's really important. And I'll give you an example. I, I, I had a friend call um, yesterday and had questions about his mother and father. His mother and father are on a fixed income. They owe, uh, owe about $35,000 in credit card debt. Um, they're paying the minimum payments. They no longer have the ability to pay the minimum payments. They're on Social Security. They have no income beyond that. They don't own any real estate or have any other assets. So their options are file a bankruptcy, get rid of the debt, rebuild their credit, get a 720 credit score, or do nothing. Because if they do nothing, the creditors are going to sue them. They are going to take judgments against them. But the big thing is that the senior is really not collectible the credit card company, the medical bill company who took a judgment is not going to be able to garnish the social security. Since there's no real estate, that real estate is not going to be attached via a judgment lien. So the option for that particular client is file bankruptcy, keep the creditors off their back or do nothing. At the end of that consult, we decided that the best thing to do was to do nothing. That particular client wasn't interested in restoring credit. What was okay with getting the phone calls, and if the phone calls were too much, then you know they could file a bankruptcy. But fundamentally, there was no reason to take them through a bankruptcy to get rid of that debt. It just didn't make sense. Let me tell you another story. I had another client, I just talked to them today elderly man lives in northern Wisconsin, lives on a lake in northern Wisconsin, has a home on the lake that is worth about $400,000 and owes about $150,000 on the home. So according to the exemption laws of Wisconsin, I would not be able to file bankruptcy and protect the equity in that home. So if I filed a chapter seven for that client, the client would lose the equity in the home. The equity would go to pay off the creditors. So doing a chapter seven in that case didn't make sense. We could do a chapter 13. Now a chapter 13 allows our clients to pay an amount equivalent to what they would pay in a chapter seven. I don't wanna to get too complicated here, but in a chapter seven, let's say that they had $50,000 in debts and they had $100,000 of equity in the home. If they file a chapter seven, the court is gonna take the home, use the proceeds to pay off the debt and return the rest to the client. But essentially in a chapter seven, the client's going to have to pay with the proceeds from the home, 100% of the debt. But if the client doesn't want to sell the home, they could do a chapter 13 and pay back 
the amount to the creditors equivalent to what the creditors would get if they did a seven. So if they did a chapter seven, sell the house, creditors gonna get paid in full. Clients often don't wanna sell their home. So they could do a chapter 13 and say, I'm going to pay back my creditors through a chapter 13 repayment plan, an amount equivalent to what they would get if I did a chapter seven. So we know if we did a chapter seven, that the creditors would get 50,000. So therefore we would pay $50,000 back through a chapter 13. Now that's going to amount to a payment, $800 a month ballpark, which is an amount which is too much for the client to afford on that fixed income. So the conversation that we had with the client and their children was, listen, there's $50,000 in credit card debt. We're going to send letters to those creditors and try to keep them off the back of our clients as long as possible. The goal in this case would be to delay, delay, delay. And then I explained in great detail to the client and their children that when the parents and the client passes away or when they go to sell the home, if any of these creditors have judgments against the home, then the the proceeds from the sale are going to be used um, to pay off those judgments. Now, the clients was okay, not a problem. Thank you for that information, which is, you know, great. But I also was very clear with them that if I get a creditor that takes a judgment today, that judgment's going to collect interest. So although there may be a judgment for $10,000 today, that judgment interest could climb to the point when they sell the home where it could be 20, 30, $40,000. So, you know, we just have to make sure that we're mindful. And often people will say, oh, that's great. I want to pay back my debt. But I just want people to understand that once that judgment kicks in, so does the judgment interest, which increases the amount that's owed on the debt moving forward. So when we talk about different options, it's file or don't file, right? So don't file. We'll keep the creditors off your back as long as we can. And we're there to support you along the way. Chapter seven and potentially lose the equity in the home if there's real estate. Chapter 13 to pay off the, the debts, to pay off the amount that the creditors would get in a chapter seven. We could also do debt negotiation. We have great success here at the firm getting credit card debt resolved at 40 or 50 cents on the dollar. So client, you have plenty of equity in your home. Do you have the means to pay on that $50,000 in debt, 25,000 or $20,000 to try to negotiate that debt down? So we're gonna talk about that option also. We also have something in Wisconsin called chapter 128, which is a repayment plan where you can pay back your debts in full over a period of time of up to three years. So if the debt's low enough, say it's $10,000, you could end up with a monthly payment of $250 a month through a chapter 128, which is a repayment plan following state of Wisconsin rules. It's a non-bankruptcy. So we're looking at bankruptcy chapter seven, chapter 13, we would talk about debt negotiation. We would talk about chapter 128. We would talk about 
the possibility of doing nothing. And I would say when it comes down to it, with the seniors and their families that we talk to, we, we often recommend with our support doing nothing, but we make sure that the client understands exactly what doing nothing means. So we're always going to outline the potential risks. That's something that we're going to talk about of whatever action they take. We discuss the impact on credit score and collections and that type of thing. And I just can't reiterate enough how important it is to seek financial advice and to seek legal advice. Talk to your accountant, talk to your lawyer. We're here to do whatever it takes to give you the best information possible. The first consult is free. I'd urge you to take advantage of that. And we're always here to give you practical tips on how to manage your finances. If you see that your parents or that your own finances are heading south, that it's becoming more and more difficult for you to pay your bills. If you're starting to really utilize retirement savings, I would urge you to take the time to talk to us and we will share all the resources that we have to secure as solid a financial future as we can. And so I just want to reiterate to you the importance of making informed decisions. Sometimes the internet doesn't have all the answers. Take advantage of our free consultations here at Miller & Miller. And I'd encourage you, reach out, ask questions, and we're here to do everything. And I want to take this moment to thank you so much for listening in to this podcast on how to help seniors navigate bankruptcy and when to file and when not to. It's a topic that could probably take hours, but I put it together in about 12 or 15 minutes. And again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Miller Law Chronicles. We're here to simplify the legal maze by giving our clients clarity and confidence as they go through the legal process. We know that the legal process can be confusing and scary. And know we here at Miller & Miller are committed to giving you options. We're not here to tell you what to do. We're here to lay out on the table options for you to consider so that you are empowered to make a decision that works best for you and your family. I'd urge you and ask you, please follow us on Spotify or subscribe to us on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts on YouTube. It means the world to us, allows us to continue to bring this really, really high level quality content. Thank you so much for listening in and look forward to providing information to you soon. Thank you.